It's your radio, the future of radio. Ladies and gentlemen, gypsies, tramps, and hey, wait a minute. This isn't the sheriff's show in the world. This is serious business. Tonight we're talking about pet peeves. What's your pet peeve? Is it the high price of gas or the higher price it's going to be next week or the month after? Is it that neighbor's dog who barks all night long when you're there with your special lady trying to get romantic? What is your pet peeve? Is it that dripping water? Is it the motorcyclist who raced down the middle of a lane between cars? I think we have a caller. Good evening, caller. What's your first name? My first name? Well, how about your second name? Uh, how about Anne? I like that name. It fits you. Would that be your second name? Yes. You have a pet, a pet peeve, Anne. Oh, I have several. <laughs> well, lay them on us. I have a few myself to share. You do. Oh, there's that share thing again. <laughs> well, first, first one I've got is people that wear socks with no shoes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That, uh... You've been peeking in my windows? <laughs> or is that your husband? <laughs> no, I haven't. It's just that my, the socks are so dirty I can't get them clean. They wear them inside, outside, and no shoes. They don't bother putting them on. <laughs> oh, I, I can sort of relate to that, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, you did know, huh? Yeah, I That's did. some white socks, but they have black bottoms. Yeah, that's right. I don't think they were like that when I bought them, though. No. So, so what do you do about this black bottom sock? Not, there's not much I can do. I've tried just about everything. What would you like to do with the black bottom sock? Throw them away. Oh, see, I had a different take on that. I could think of something to do with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh-huh. yeah, you can stick your hand in and do some dusting. Uh, I think maybe our hands would rot and fall off. (laughs) If they were my socks, they probably would. I've been known to go out in the garden in just my socks. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't have to do your wash. (laughs) Now, I have somebody in the chat rooms that says they're decorative. Is that that like, you know, when we drive down the road and we see somebody who's got a new toilet and they take their old toilet and they put it out in the front yard and plant flowers in it? I mean, what is this, the potty funeral? So what are we going to do with the socks? We're going to hang them on the wall, cut a hole in the bottom, and put a tomato plant in it upside down? You can put them in a tree, hang them on, have all different colors. (laughs) With black bottoms. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And and maybe, just maybe, we wouldn't need fertilizer if we hung those socks up, filled them with dirt, although they're probably already pretty dirty. <laughs> hung our tomato plant upside down. Who would eat those tomatoes? Or is that tomatoes? They might come off stinky. <laughs> stinky tomatoes. You know, when I go to the grocery store, there's some tomatoes there. They're called ugly tomatoes. Yeah. They really are called ugly tomatoes. Those are the best tomatoes in the world. Mm-hmm. They taste like tomatoes used to taste like. Well, I I don't know. We've had uh, we've had a lot of fertilizer put on on the garden that we share with our neighbors, and uh, some years the, the vegetables uh-huh. taste, uh, taste like fertilizer. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Investing all that money in cow poop. Yeah. <laughs> you might just take all those black bottom socks and just lay them around the plants. Right. That would probably even keep the slugs away. Yeah. Or keep the keep the weeds away too. <laughs> uh, you know, I think it just might it just might keep the weeds away. Well, I I have a few pet peeves. Would you like me to share them with you? Well, sure. Well, you know, when I'm out on the road driving, there are some things that really irritate me. And I think one of them is distracted drivers that are talking on their cell phones. Mm, Um, I'm not going to mention any towns, but I live in Maine, 
and sometimes I go to Massachusetts. Not very often, but sometimes I go to Massachusetts, a beautiful big state. But there was one city in Massachusetts that I absolutely refused to drive in. And if I am with somebody, they're definitely the driver. I go through the whole place with my eyes closed. One time I opened my eyes, and we were in what's called the slow lane or the right-hand lane. And I opened my eyes, and I looked out the window, and beside me, because we're in the slow lane, is the breakdown lane. Now, what's the breakdown lane for the shoulder of the road? It's for if you break down. So there you sit, you're broke down, your lights are flashing, emergency, emergency, somebody stop and help me. And what do you get? You get people doing, oh, maybe 70 miles an hour, going down the breakdown lane, putting on their makeup, talking on their cell phone, having breakfast, reading a book, drinking a coffee, and lighting a cigarette all at the same time. <laughs> They're pretty damn multitasking. <laughs> They're going by you like crazy. I want to know what in the hell happens if a car actually used it for a breakdown lane. Would they be alive to care? I think that's one of the scariest things in the world. Yeah, it is. Is that town and the drivers that live in that town. Yeah. Have you ever seen anybody shaving when they were driving? Uh, no. Yeah, I have. Or you know what's really irritating? You're on a little country road. It's all curvy. Solid yellow line. And if it's a solid yellow line, I pay attention. I don't pass. Right. Sunday driver in front of you. Of course, it's Wednesday, but there's a Sunday driver in front of you. <laughs> They're going about, oh, maybe 30 miles an hour. Speed limit's 45 or 50. And their turn signal's on. Quick, 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 quick. Of course, you can't hear the quick, quick. Yeah. But you can see it going blink, 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 quick, quick, blink, blink, right in your face. <laughs> That's kind of irritating. I have a few words that I use then. We're not going to use them tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about a toilet lid always left up? I've always thought that we should tie a string to those toilet lids. <laughs> and... We take that a long string, a really long string, and and I want you to. I'm going to tell the world this. I mean, listen up, world. I have a new toilet seat. Yes, I do. It's padded, and the top of it. It's a it's an expensive one. I paid twenty seven dollars for it. Now, for a toilet seat to set our delicate behinds on, I think that's pretty good money, don't you? So the lid on this expensive white padded toilet seat is so heavy. It's the heaviest toilet seat lid I've ever seen in my life. Just imagine if I put a very, very long string on that and I'm sitting out here in the kitchen nook having coffee, talking on the phone, playing on the computer, getting ready to do something to this cat who cannot stay off my computer desk, and somebody... Male gender goes in my bathroom. Undoubtedly, yes, they're going to leave that toilet lit up. <laughs> Undoubtedly, <laughs> it's good. Right yeah, that's that is a big pet peeve. Undoubtedly, they're going to do that. So, you know, all you have to do is pull that string, <laughs> and you hear this loud yikes! <laughs> Bingo! You're going to leave it up next time, big guy. I don't. So, or sometimes it's. You know, it takes two or three times. It's like when you're teaching your dog not to jump on you, which is a whole other ball of wax. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have uh, in the middle of the night, and I get up, and I, I know where the toilet is, so I don't turn the light on. Oh, that's a pretty that's a pretty big drop down there, isn't it? Uh, it is when the seat's up. <laughs> well, Jen, I think that, I think as a courtesy, gentlemen are supposed to treat us very nicely, and they're supposed to put the seat down, because like... Uh, um, I like, wouldn't doubt that they get pretty upset because it's not up Oh, well. <laughs> Bend over and lift the seat, man. Right. I mean, give me a break. I'm the lady of the house. I slave for you. I cook your meals. 
I wash your dishes, I wash your clothes, I make sure you can walk through the house without falling over anything. You leave the toilet seat down when you leave. And I'm going to leave it down when I leave. I would just soon have the lid down, too. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I I like to keep the lid down. Because, you know, one time the cat jumped up there and jumped in. (laughs) Yeah, he did. Now he's just sort of sitting here. He's uh, my co-co-host. Hey, everybody. The call-in number is 646-716-9034. Give us a call. Barbara, Ann, myself, and Corey are just having a grand old time. Mongo the kitty cat is having a grand old time. He's uh, quite the kitty he is. I'm guilty of this one. Uh-oh, what do you do? Uh, I will finish somebody's sentence for them or correct a word that's spoken wrong. Do you, uh, when somebody's talking or starts talking, do you listen to them? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful because, you know, I have some friends and I can sit there and I can talk and talk and I'll be just chatting away and they'll just jump right into each other and say, did you know? And they'll start talking together and I'm like, well, who the hell am I? <laughs> am I a figment of my imagination? Do I just think I'm sitting here talking? Hello? <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm a pretty good listener. Actually, I think you are too. You're all the, well, now. all the time, but most of the time. You know, some things just are boring. (laughs) Well, let's see. We talked about my kitty cat. So I think we ought to talk about my dog. I have a dog, and we kind of named him, and then my son Aaron helped us name him also. Our dog's name... Well, he's got two names. He's got a first name and he's got a last name. My dog has got a first name. It's B-E-N. That's it. My dog has got a last name. It's D-O-V-E-R. His name is Ben Dover. Say it there once. Ben Dover. That's my dog. Yeah. My dog has quite a personality. He's a you know, dog. he has some pet peeves, too. Ben does. One of the one of his his uh, I think we're going to start with his number ten pet peeve. He's got ten of them. He told me about them. Yes, you are good at names, young man. Um, his number ten pet peeve is he gets disgusted, or no, he doesn't. He says that I act disgusted when he licks himself. He said to me, when I was out there a while ago, we were playing ball, he says, we both know the truth. You're just jealous, but I don't think so. This is number nine pet peeve. He said I make him wear dog sweaters. It gets cold and mean. Snows up past his earlobes, if dogs have earlobes. He wants to know if I have noticed that he has fur. He's wearing a fair coat. He says, you idiot, don't put that thing on me. I think we're going to pass on what he told me for number eight because that's that's not a very nice one. And he can shake your hand so he doesn't have to do anything else. Number seven, he says, listen, Mom. This is my dog, by the way. He calls me Mom. He says, listen, Mom, I know you made an appointment to take me to the vet. Last time you took me there, he stuck a needle in my butt. He gave me a shot and it hurt. And then he gave you some stuff that you had to shoot in my mouth for three weeks. He says, I understand you're going to take me for the big snip. You think I'm going to act surprised? Uh Uh-uh. I'm going to freak out every time I go there. Number six. The sleight of hand. Take a fetch throw. You fooled a dog. What a proud moment for the top of the food chain. And then he called me a nitwit. I'm your mother. I don't smoke that stuff. I'm talking to the chat room. 
Oh, thank you, boys. Ha, ha, ha. Ben's pet peeve number five. Now, keep in mind his name is Ben. And he says, anytime you give me a haircut that involves bows or ribbons, I'm going to bite you. And that's why I chew up your stuff when you're not at home. Let me tell you about the bedroom. I put him in the bedroom. You would not believe what that bedroom looked like when I came back. He was really ticked. And all I did was put a neckerchief on him. <laughs> Pet pee from Ben number four. Any trick that involves balancing food on my nose, stop it. Just give it to me. I shake your hand, I lick your hand, give me my treat. Number three, taking me for a walk, then you don't let me check stuff out. Exactly whose walk is this anyway? (laughs) Number two, pet peeve, yelling at me for barking. I'm a friggin' dog, you idiot. Can you believe my dog talks to me like this? Yeesh. And the number one pet peeve. Are you guys ready for this? I mean, I was shocked. I was shocked this was his pet peeve. The number one pet peeve of Mr. Bendover, he says, I blame his farts on me. Not funny. Not funny at all. Got that one backwards, didn't I? Yes, you did. Well, I wouldn't claim his farts because they're really pretty bad. But, but he says that, that that when I fart, I blame him on him. I'm a lady. I do not fart. Ladies do not fart. Just ask Karen. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, oh, well. That's too bad. That is, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, it that's, is. that's really kind of sad. But that's Mr. Bendover for you. Have you ever just uh, cleaned the floor and about two minutes after it's clean, somebody spills something on it and doesn't bother to wipe it up? That happens in my house all the time. <laughs> That's no, I never spill anything. Oh, mine. <laughs> um, you know what? <laughs> what? I may not spill anything, but you know who always cleans it up, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I do. Nobody but me. Yeah, I know. That's another pet peeve of mine. Well, we've got uh, some. They, this, they do this uh, little thing, you know, drip, drip, drip on the floor, and they either don't see it or they don't care or whatever, and then the next day you've got little, to have a white floor, and the next day then you've got these little dark spots <laughs> Yeah. the floor. How do you feel about the price of gas? Does that, does that bother you? Is that a little bit of a peeve perhaps? Mm, well, yeah, we're just used to the the old two dollar stuff, you know. It's kind of tough getting when it gets up to four dollars, and your wages haven't gone up that much to cover cover it. Yeah, well, it's just uh, kind of ridiculous. Um, I think that we have in reserve millions and jillions of gallons of gas. Well, if it's in reserve for an emergency, what is this? I see Pastor Lejeune up in uh, Upcountry, Maine, is paying $4.36 a gallon. Well, i got to tell you, that's pretty darn good because when I guessed up uh, day before yesterday here in my town, it was um, $3.99 a gallon. Yep. And the reason I guessed up in the morning is because they told me it was going to go up over $4 by afternoon. So I guessed up. And oh my God, Aaron, four thirty-six. I was seeing three forty-six. Okay, four thirty-six. That's pretty bad. That's really bad. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I need some callers at six four six seven one six nine zero three four, and I'm going to turn you over. You stay right there, Ann, Barbara, Ann, Barbara, 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 Ann. Stay right there because Barbara Ann has to go, dear. Because. My co-host, Corey, has got something absolutely astounding to tell you. I mean, we're talking awesome stuff here. Corey, take it away. Well, everybody, of course, you know, you need something to settle down, something to relax yourself. I mean, God, you have to put up with your dog, like, bend over telling us how he feels, and you're feeling just kind of, uh, 
God, help me. Well, you need some good coffee, and of course, when you look at the profile page here, we have three items with tonight's show, and one of them is organic farm-roasted whole bean coffee, one-pound bag available from Hawaii Roasters. And that coffee will make your morning, your night, whenever you drink it, you will be happy. You will, you will probably be bouncing off walls on top of that. So if you're ever down and depressed because your dog is a little mad about you blaming him for your farts, you got to have some coffee to cheer up or... Hey, the dog's telling you to not put bows and ribbons on him and you want to. Or you're sitting out and you have to see a dumpster across the street. And you need something to cheer you up. So go for Hawaii Roasters Organic Farm Roasted Kona Coffee. And you can get that just on our page here on Serious Business. So everybody, I'm going to send you back to my mom, mainly Loie. And I'll be back, of course. Once again, but you know, I have one thing I have to say about the whole, the whole like pet peeves thing. I hate slow things, anything that runs slow. For one, when you work slow, you don't get things done. So I don't like slow things. Let's just leave it at that. I won't go into detail, but slow things, not good. Anyway, except slow roasted coffee, right? Right, mainly Louie? Absolutely. So here she is, everybody, mainly Lowy. No, I'm not here. Go back, Corey. I'm well, back. no, I no, I do have to go. Mike's got supper done, so so you can. I got it on, but I won't be able to talk on the phone. Okay. Okay. Thank you for calling. You betcha. Love you. Love, love you. Now the whole world knows. Okay, I can I can take Okay, so remember organic farm roasted coffee, here's mainly Lowy on serious business. Okay, that was uh that was Barbara Ann. She's gonna go have some dinner. I don't know what she's having, but I think she should have invited us. What do you think? Maybe that maybe that's a peeve. Maybe uh maybe I wish she'd invited me to eat. Okay, since I don't have a caller right now, but I I'll tell you I do have some pet peeves. Number one pet peeve is the price of gas, the price of heating oil. Um Give it a shot, Erin. Um, I lost my whole train of thought, and it wasn't a very long train to start with. So maybe I can catch up with that thought. Um, price of gas, $5. Pretty soon, I have a PT Cruiser, and I love driving my PT Cruiser. First time I saw it, I said, oh, my God, I've got to have one of those. And lo and behold, I, I bought one. And I've had it for about six years got 47,000 miles on it, that tells you, I baby my cruiser. Well, one of the things that really, really bothers me when I'm out driving in my PT Cruiser is if I want to stop somewhere, go shopping, go get a soda, do something like that, what really, really just makes me angry as hell is some jerk will take up two parking spaces. I mean... Are they taking it so their precious car will not get dinged by opening car doors? Give me a break. I don't take two. I don't take two. And and I love my car. I have my, I have, uh, do I click on this, Corey? I'm, I'm a newbie here. I'm still learning. Hello, Aaron. Are you there? I don't sound, but hello. Hello. Welcome to Serious Business. Can you tell us your pet peeve? Today it would be squirrels. What? What? You're not coming in very well. Try back. Are you going to blame that one on the dog? Okay, I think I think um, our caller is hung up and he's going to try again. Um, anyway, I was telling you about some of my pet peeves. You know what? What do you do when the police stop you? I mean, if you were speeding, you're like, oh my god. Maybe if I cry, put some lip- lipstick on, it'll be okay. You know. Okay, Wait, that's that's fine, Aaron. Uh, did you? <laughs> 
I'll have to, to tell you my little joke when we're off air. Well, one of the things that really bothers me is police, if they stop me, because I'm not a speeder, as I told you, I take care of my car. They stop me and they say, oh, I just thought I'd let you know that your license plate, plate light is out. I mean, give me a break. He turned his blue lights on. In some cases, they're red across the United States, but in Maine, they have blue lights. He turned his blue lights on. I had to find a place to park. Then I had to think, oh, my God, is this a real policeman or is it a serial killer? I mean, you know, it's an unmarked car. He's got a blue light on the dash. What if it's a serial killer? Should I stop or should I go like heck? You have blue, Kathy? Where are you at, Kathy? So anyway, you find some place to stop. Unfortunately, it usually takes you two or three miles, and by then you've really, really ticked off the officer, assuming he is. Ooh, Virginia, nice and warm there. Assuming that he really is a policeman, and 99% of the time they are, I think. So then you're shaken. There's tears coming out of your eyes, and I'm going to tell you what, there's nothing worse than an old woman crying snot running down her face and go, why did I do? Well, that wouldn't be me because I'm not an old woman, but it could be an old woman. So I hate when they stop me for trivial reasons. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go any further on that one. Please make sure I'm anonymous. I don't want any of the state troopers to know who I am so that they start stopping me. Everybody, she, she lives like right here in Maine. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Another thing that bothers me, it's like, you know, I go to Burger King or McDonald's, and I don't go there very often. But have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed, when you get up to the counter, you order a salad, you order a diet soda, you want low-calorie dressing, and what does the, the clerk behind the counter say to you? Do you want fries with that? I mean... Would I order a salad and low-calorie dressing and a diet soda if I wanted greasy fries? I don't think so. But if I ask for a cup of water, what does he say? Do you want fries with that? Good evening, caller. You're on Serious Business. What's your first name? Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. You have a phone. Oh, my cell phone's running low on minutes, but not that low. Okay, well, tell us your pet peeve. Or tell us your name first. I'm your son, Aaron. I knew that. Now they know that. Now they know that. Well, that's cool. Well, tell me your pet peeve, Aaron. You're going to hate me when I say this. Squirrel. Oh, God. It, it, don't, don't you tell the world it's your mother is your pet peeve. I'll hang up on Girls. Girls? I hate squirrels. Wolf! Oh, no! You didn't do out of end, did you? Well, just put it this way. Um, we had baby. We have a hole in our bedroom ceiling that I've been meaning to fix for, oh, six months now. Six months! We've had baby squirrels falling out of it for the last week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's funny. Well, I tried to rescue a couple of the babies that fell. Did they bite you? No, there was no luck rescuing them because they were bitten by a cat. Aww. Did they live? No. No. Well, have you thought about putting the cats out of the bedroom so that when the, the little squirrels fall in your lap, you can save them? Well, I actually, I thought I heard another baby squirrel in the ceiling, so I tore the rest of it out this morning. And was there another baby squirrel? No, it was the mother. Oh, What's she doing looking for her babies? Yeah, and, well, I, all I seen was a tail, so I thought it was a baby. So I came in from the side. I pulled one of the sideboards out and reached in. She comes running out, barreling up a tree, and that was this morning. She's still up there screaming at our roof. Do, do you know how fortunate you are that you don't understand squirrel language? Do you know that they would make a sailor sound like a timid little old maid? Well, uh, if it would have bit me, I probably would have, too. Now, come on. If you're a pastor, do you know those words? What do you think I hear from people every day that need to talk? Hmm. Father, I have sinned. Bless me. 
Well, it's not usually that clean, but yeah, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else bugs you? Lately, my cat. Your cat? Well, is that is that because they eat your squirrels? Oh, uh, that and well, we have a den of wild bunnies in my computer room right now. Why? Because my cats keep running off with the baby bunnies, so we've got them in a fish tank on my desk where the cats can't get to them, and we have to hand-feed them twice a day. Do you know that if you raise English bulldogs, you have to feed them every two hours, 24-7, for like four weeks? you got to made with the bunnies. In four weeks, some bunnies are going to be big enough for roast. Oh, we ain't going to cook them. They're cute. Well, if you say so, I well, have maybe, a couple of bunnies. Maybe the white ones, but the caramel ones I'm going to keep. Okay, uh, everybody that doesn't know, Aaron has bunnies and squirrels. He also has goats. You still have chickens? Yep, we're actually incubating two of them today. Uh-huh, and so actually Aaron has himself a little farm upcountry, East Matthias, Maine. His wife uh, is a very talented lady. She makes soap out of goat's milk. She makes cheese. And, Erin, if you'd like to give your website, um, she also makes jewelry. And Erin is a woodworker. So if you want to give your website, you certainly can. And maybe uh, people would like to go see what you guys do on that farm up country. Okay. The website is www.silvercatseye.com. That was www silvercatseye.com. Write it down, you guys, and go take a peek. Kathy, don't you have a website um, also that we could tell people about? Yo, Kathy, honey, are you there? You're still thinking about those policemen getting in trouble, aren't you? If you you type that that, uh, website for me, I'll say it for you. Typing, typing, typing. I can see your fingers just going. Don't stutter. Woohoo! That's www.silvercatseye.com for Aaron. His wife makes uh, wonderful soaps and cheeses, jewelry. She um, actually makes a soap that you can use on your dogs and cats that uh, will help you keep fleas off your dog, fleas off your cat if you're brave enough to give your cat a bath. Kathy, honey, give me your website. I want to read it out loud. I want to say, and to visit Kathy, go too. But I don't know where to send them because I don't have it right in front of me. Well, I have I have a couple of pet peeves, Erin. Would you like to hear my pet peeves? I suppose. You you think that it could be a new one that you haven't heard? No, but usually when you were telling them to me before, I was younger and I just got, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you no. mean like Corey does now? Shut up. Runs in the family. Shut up. Uh, he doesn't say shut up. Well, before I tell you my pet peeve, I want to send you to Kathy's website, which is www.blogtalkradio.com. <laughs> that was a raspberry blogtalkradio.com slash C-J-E-V-P. Does that have to be capitalized uh, when they type that in? I think it's probably not case sensitive, but that's Kathy at blogtalkradio.com, C-J-E-V-P. Kathy, tell me what the C-J-E-V-P stands for. Kathy and Juice Ever Very Purple. I can't say the P word, and you know I can't say the P word. Christine Jenkins. And we had dead silence, which is a definite no-no on Blog Top Radio. I'm going to try to... not talk. 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 I can't say that last word. I'm going to try it, okay? Everybody, if you have to go pee, now's the time to do it or cross your legs because you're going to laugh when I say the last word. Electronic voice. All right, here we go. The non-aman... Yeah, whatever. Phenomenon. You can't do it. Shut up, Aaron. I heard that snicker. 
like hen, fanana hen. <laughs> no, that's what Aaron has for eggs, fanana men. I can't say that word. I'm sorry. But anyway. see, listen to that 15-year-old kid of mine. He can just spit it right out. But I'm sorry, I can't say that. But Kathy has p hen nom in om, p hen nom in om. That's phonetic for that p word. That's the p word. So, so from now on, it's going to be electronic voice p word. Okay, you guys. So if I say that, you know what I'm talking about. Kathy's uh, in the chat room, and she's trying to help me say that. Yes, Aaron, did you want to hear my my uh, my whine? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I I had the car door open. Judy asked me a question. The only place the cell phone works anymore is in the car. Really? With your with with your woman, you're in the car with your woman. No, she was out feeding the rabbits. She asked if she could listen on my computer since I wasn't in there. And you said? I said go for it. It was a lot politer than what I was going to say. Well, that's very nice. I found she forgot another pet peeve. I found she forgot to return the Netflix movies today. Yeah, but there's if there's no um, penalty on that, is there? No, but we don't get other movies until she returns these. Oh, well, you'll just have to entertain yourself, right? With your little baby squirrels. With your baby squirrels. Would you like to know how I found out she didn't return them? You asked? Um, I was sitting in the car, and I wondered what was under my butt, and I started pulling them out. (laughs) Boy, I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. In other words, I was sitting on them. Good. Very good. I'm awfully glad you were sitting on them. Okay. Um, it happen even worse. We, we have another call. You want to hold on there, honey? Okay. 757, welcome to Serious Business. So where are you at? Hi, Louie. It's Virgin- in Virginia. I'm Kathy. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> right. Say Evie. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. See, Phenom- I... Phenom. Okay, leave it alone. <laughs> One more time, really slow. Sin. Sin. Nom. Nom. Men not, like men non. No men. Men non, men non. Right. Okay. You did it. Yay. <laughs> okay, I hope, I'm certainly glad that's on tape because it may not happen again. <laughs> You are so funny. <laughs> I hate to break in, but, you know, pet peeve time for me here. Oh, well, Corey's got a peeve. What time is it, anyway? 6.37, right? I don't really well, know. you know, I'm sitting right in front of a clock, so why would I ask her that? Am I too stupid to look at the clock? Uh-huh. Well, no. well, well thank you for saying that one, but... um. <laughs> I've been out, and I can be standing at the ice cream store. They just put a new clock right in front of the ice cream store. I can stand leaning against the clock at the ice cream store, and someone will ask me what time it is, or they'll have a cell phone on them, and they'll say, oh, what time is it? Well, can't they look at it? Do they have to ask me when they're staring at a clock and I'm not facing it? You know what else really ticks me off is you're out and about, and somebody looks at you from across the room, and they point at their wrist, Point, 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 wanting to know what time it is. I mean, duh. And why do you point at your wrist if you don't have a watch on when you talk about the time also? <laughs> and, I mean, what if they have to go potty? Do they point at the butt? <laughs> gotta go, gotta go, gotta go right now. And they're pointing at the butt. I mean, give me a break. <laughs> yeah, that's a little much, isn't it? And so, Kathy, I'm sure you've got a pet peeve out there somewhere. Why don't you share it with us? I do. People don't smile enough. You know, you're absolutely right. What do you do about that? There's not much to smile at a lot of times, but if people could just go by and walk by somebody and just say, hey, and smile, and, you know, that could brighten up even the grumpiest person sometimes. Well, you know, I, I make it a point um, when I go grocery shopping to... Uh, Smile at everybody, no matter how grumpy they are when you're in the grocery store. Yeah. You know what? I wonder what you're up to, if nothing else. Well, if they always, well with me, they always wonder that. <laughs> <laughs> with me, they do wonder that. Trust me, ask my kids, ask my friends. 
<laughs> Be quiet, Aaron. Don't ask my kids. They'll tell you the truth. Um, I find that when I do that, that people smile back, no matter how grumpy they look. And I'm probably that one lady. I'm pretty tall. I'm five seven, And I'm the lady in the store that all the little old ladies come to and say, could you reach that for me, please? <laughs> and and needless you. to say, I'm very pleased to do that. But I have something that's really unfortunate that usually happens to me in stores. Um, I cannot wear a watch, so it would be absolutely senseless for anybody to point at their wrist to me because I don't wear a watch. If I wear a watch uh, within two weeks, if it's a digital watch, it starts, uh, the numbers roll backwards instead of forwards. And well, I don't wear my sundial everywhere. <laughs> I'm not out in the sun all the time. So. Is, is, is your sundial made out of metal? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, well, see, that would be my problem. So if I wear a wristwatch within two weeks, it usually um, it doesn't work any longer. But when I go to stores, I don't care which store it is. If you see this lady, and she's tall and slender and has long red hair, that's probably me. <laughs> and if you see her standing in front of, like, the freezer case in, in your supermarket, and she's standing there and her, her pointer finger is very slowly reaching towards the uh, case to open it, she touches it first and jumps back, sometimes you can see sparks fly. It does not matter. <laughs> I have so much electric, electrical magnetic stuff in me that... I know what they say about redheads. I'm a redhead, too. So. Oh, you are. No wonder we get along. <laughs> we have fire in us. <laughs> we have fire. Yes, ma'am. I we do have do. one more pet peeve, and then I'll leave you be. I'm handicapped, and I'm in a wheelchair, right, when I go huh? to the stores. I can still walk some, but not in the stores. So, you know, people, when you're in a wheelchair, they look at you like they don't want to look at you or, oh, poor thing or whatever. I don't know why they do that, but that's one of my pet peeves. I'm a human being, too. Smile at me. Say hey, you know. Good for you. And because you know what? Whether we're disabled or we can walk on our two feet, we're human beings inside. We have feelings. We bleed just like everybody else. That's right. And, you know, everybody has a handicap. Everybody. Just some are more obvious than others. Exactly. We all carry our own burdens. It's... um. I'm awfully sorry that, that you are um in a wheelchair. I'm, I'm sure that... Um, you prefer not to be. No, I don't. And um, I am. I still like somebody to just say hey or just acknowledge me, you know, like look at me when I'm going by, growl at me, you know, say, <laughs> or anything. anything would work. I'll tell you, uh, my my it's children, I have. To that too. Yeah, I have three sons. I have Dale, who's the oldest, Aaron, who's on the other line, and my youngest, who's my co-host, Corey. And I have... Um, an aunt, who's my mother's sister, she's 70-some years old now, and she's mentally challenged and legally blind. And Aaron, how old are you? How old am I? I'm 36. 36. So Jane has lived with us for 35 years. And I feel that we have been blessed. You're 36. My God, how old am I? Don't say. <laughs> I was born. in the hospital at 35 with a heart attack, so that was... February. Yeah, 36. So oh, my God. Every family has something, and, you know, everybody has something. Exactly. Well, you know. They take away their specialty of their heart, you know. Um, yeah, that's absolutely true, and, and you're absolutely right, too. A lot of people are handicapped in their heart, Aaron. But I think my, my point about uh, mentioning my Auntie Jane is that my boys are raised with her, and the one thing that I believe my children we're really blessed, as, as are we, to have had Jane and to have Jane as a part of our family because Jane is pure love. She truly, when she loves, she loves purely. And um, people, as you say, Kathy, people do, don't know uh, whether to look at you or look away from you. Uh, hi, Judy. Don't even acknowledge that you're there. And they, then they don't because, I, you know, there, but for the grace of God, go I. But you know what? Are they frightened? What is it? Are they embarrassed? They don't know what to say, so they just say nothing and act like you don't exist. My children are very fortunate because my children are neither afraid nor embarrassed by somebody 
who has some sort of visible handicap. Yeah, mine are, I have three grown uh, yeah, and they're not either, they're not afraid of them. No, they're not, and so I, I really feel as if we're blessed, truly, and uh, you're in our prayers, Kathy. Oh, thank you, you are too, darling. Oh, thank you, sweetie. And I love you, I'll let you go to the next caller. Well, actually, I love your show, thank you. Well, thank you for coming, honey, I, and you know what, it was so good to get to hear your voice. <laughs> I love that accent. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and pretty, pretty soon I'm going to start saying y'all. <laughs> I'm just going to start talking. I'm, I'm going to talk like you do. That's a compliment, you know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Bye. Stay with us on, on the chat room, please. Make what? Stay in the chat room. And hey, Don't everybody, As um, <laughs> when the show is over, if when it's over you would go and cast a vote. Oh, I will. Oh, good girl. <laughs> or if it was a one to a five, with five being, all right, you were tops. Okay. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Kathy. Well, I just wanted to say one thing about she wishes people had noticed her, even though she's handicapped. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people try too hard to notice you when you're handicapped. That's true. Sometimes they do. Um, and that's just as annoying. Well, I think I think, Erin, um, I think that you will find that we were blessed with Jane. Uh, I know how close you and Jane were while you were growing up, and and Corey has that same relationship as did Dale, and um, we are truly blessed. But there are so many people who do not know what is the proper thing to do. And I guess if I was to share with everybody, I would say the proper thing to do is to remember that regardless of whether you're in a wheelchair, whether you have some other handicap, just remember that person is just that, a person who has a heart, who has emotions, who can be hurt, who can be made to be happy. Just act like you would with anybody else. Get it, Aaron? Yeah, it sounds about right. But you remember my recent foot injury, right? I do remember your recent foot injury. I had to walk with a cane for a week, and everywhere I go, people are like trying to do everything for me. How nice. I wish they'd do that for me. They were just totally afraid that if they didn't do everything they could for me, that they were going to be like struck by God or something. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe you made their day by allowing them to help you. Did you ever stop and think about that? It could be, but it's just the way they look at you and the way they act. It was just totally annoying. Well, um, Kathy, I have a uh, where I work. Um, the secretary. Uh, there's another secretary in the in the building, and uh, she had polio when she was younger, and as she gets older, I'd say that she's probably definitely in her late 50s, early 60s, she's beginning to have, I don't know if if you would call it post-polio, you would probably know the proper term, but she is starting, goodbye, Aaron, Um, must have lost his signal, he's on a cell phone. Um, (laughs) Way to go, Judy. He never said that to his mommy. He said, sure, get up. But uh, but Cheryl, uh, my friend Cheryl has uh, uh, had polio and things are getting worse for her. And and being the independent lady she is, she just keeps trekking away. As I know that you do, Kathy. Um, Sharpies are us. Welcome to the show. I'm really sorry to see that your grandfather is ill. I hope that uh, everything works out okay for him. I knew you did, Cap. I had no doubt. Just a reminder, just a reminder that our listener call-in number is 646-716-9034. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear what your pet peeve is. We've got 10 minutes left, and um, let's have some pet peeves. And I think Corey has something that he wants to share with us. Now, you all know that we're talking pet peeves, and we've got... Uh, we've gotten a little off track because if you talk about your pet peeves and you talk about what 
what makes you happy, too. Well, I wish I was 52 again, Kathy, and, but I'm not. And so some of the things that we can do to make our pet peeves be not quite so peevish is we can pamper ourselves. And we've already pampered ourselves with some really awesome coffee. Well, Corey's going to tell us how to really, really pamper ourselves. And feel free to click on these buttons that you see on the front page or on my page. And uh, just go ahead and feel free to just send. Hey, everybody. Yes, you have your coffee. Now you need something to go with it. Nana's Brownie Sampler. Oh, my God. And, yes, it comes... And this is a really great deal. You can find it on our on the page for this episode specifically, not the serious business page, but when you click play for this episode, you'll see it. It's up there by the description for the page. This is in special gift packaging so for Father's Day. So it's really nice you can use it as a Father's Day gift. But I mean, not, not only would I use it as a Father's Day gift, I need something to pamper myself when I have to put up with people and not people. But... <laughs> And my mother. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm just kidding. I love you, Mom. Um, <laughs> when you're putting up with your pet peeves and your problems. <laughs> I love you, Mom. I'm putting up with my pet peeves. <laughs> you need to have something to pamper yourself. So go pamper yourself with Nana's Brownie Sampler. Two and a half pounds of Nana's Gourmet Brownies. I don't know who Nana is, but her brownies are good. So, everybody, it's really great. Assorted flavors includes caramel, pecan, walnut fudge, and double chocolate brownies. They're using natural ingredients, so it's all organic and natural. And it's gift-wrapped for you, so everything is ready to go if you have to give it for a gift to somebody who's putting up with their pet peeve or their life problem or anything. So you can even get it for me if you wish. I'm not a father, and I know this one's packaged Father's Day, but you can still get it for me. So you have your organic farm-roasted Kona coffee from Hawaii Roasters, and then you have Nana's Brownie Sampler. And you'll probably, in one, like, serving, you'll just eat all of them because they're so good. So another thing that's so good is mainly Lowy. So here's mainly Lowy on Serious Business. There's also a cute little book, um, a button that you, there's a button you can push to read a book about pet peeves, and it's really quite comical. And it's, uh, they only had one copy left, but more were coming in. It's a pretty popular book. And Corey's going to give you just a little brief talk about pet peeves and problem people. Okay, there is a book here. From Amazon.com on our page, Pet Peeves and Problem People. The most common pet peeves and problem people. Problem people problems. Thank you. Say that fast five times. Everybody say that fast five times. Okay, Pet Peeves and Problem People. The most common pet peeves and problem people problems and how to handle them. So it's in stock right now and they have more on the way. The description of this book is, I had a supervisor who did not offer clear expectations or feedback to employees. What should I have done? I have a kind young woman on my work team who starts each day with a 15-minute review of her personal life. When something tragic happens in her personal life, she is the epitome of the drama queen. How do we handle this? These are only a few examples of some of the most common issues that project managers and other professionals brought to my attention. This book was designed from a nationwide survey of project managers, leaders, and office personnel and includes suggestions to effectively manage the issues. So this book is on Amazon.com and it is written by, I don't remember the author. I know it's written by some fancy PhD. I don't remember the author's name. I, I feel it's so It's written by somebody. Where is it? By Gwen and Dottie. Oh, it's written by Gwen and Dottie. At least it's, never mind. Last, last name is Dottie, D-A-W-D-Y. And it's... Uh, a pretty good little book, so you might want to uh, pick it up. That is Pet Peeves and Problem People. 
the most common pet peeves and problem people problems and how to handle them. So here's the sweet, mainly Zoe. Whoa, I feel like he should say it now. Here's Johnny. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you, we've got about five minutes left. Um, I'd like to tell you that you can download our shows. Um, they're archived in... For tonight's show, you need to wait about a half an hour before you download it. If you were here for our last show, Kathy, you'll find this interesting. But if you were here for our last show, uh, we had Carol Ann on who has uh, her very own ghost whose name is Mary. And I got an email after the show and Carol Ann had uh, downloaded and listened to it again. Yes, Kathy, that's why I thought you'd be interested. Um she emailed me and she told me to listen to the last two minutes of the show that Mary was actually talking to us the last two minutes of the show. So I have not had a chance to download and listen to that yet, but if you get a chance to download the show uh, about Mary the ghost, listen to the last two minutes very closely. You might have to listen two or three times to pick it up. But Mary was talking, and I'm not sure what she was saying um, Carol said, oh, yeah, you got to go listen, Kath. So, everybody, I have two uh, shows archived. One is on Dennis Duchesne, Justice Served. This is a, a young man, or he's not so young anymore, who has been in prison for the last 20 years. Uh, he's trying to get a, a retrial. And uh, so you might want to download and listen to that. There's also a book from a local main author who used to be ATF, and he's now retired. Um, check out that. Our, that's archived. Please listen in. Please rate the shows after you listen to them. I want to thank all of you for joining us tonight. It was really kind of fun. Um, think about your pet peeves. I think that next week's show, I'm trying to line up uh, next week's show, and it is about family violence. Uh, it's about abuse. It would be... Uh, People calling in, and you may remain anonymous. I will not give the state you're calling from, and you may use a fictitious name. I would not, uh, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, I would not give out your name. You can call in if you are in a situation where you are being abused verbally or physically by another member of your family, your boyfriend, uh, your child, uh, your wife, your husband. Please call in. Sometimes it helps just to call and get it off your chest. We'd like to say thank you to all of you for joining us. I will leave the chat room open for about 10 minutes after the show is over. Remember that next week, Thursday at 6 p.m., we will be here. Kathy, what time is your show? What day? And we'll 9 Eastern. Is that every night or tonight? So is it usually Thursday nights? So tonight, you can join Kathy on Blog Talk Radio at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, she has a paranormal show, um, pretty cool show, as a matter of fact. And then um, at 10 o'clock, at 10 o'clock at blogtalkradio.com slash ntlrockradio, we have... Uh, a really cool show, and for Kathy's show at 9 o'clock, it's blogtalkradio.com, C-J-E-V-P. Be sure and tune in, ladies and gentlemen, and I want to say thank you. Yeah, Kathy, do you have a topic? We've got one minute remaining. I'm going to say good night, God bless, take care. I'll see you next week at Serious Business and Not So Serious. This is Lois and... Corey Live, everybody. So join us next week, Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Kathy's show is, it's about a couple that got EVPs from Alcatraz. Hey, I've been on Alcatraz around it on a boat, and they investigated it. Kathy, electronic voice what? Electronic voice P word. Phenomenon. Phenomenon. And so, Kathy, I'll try and be there at 9 o'clock and, and listen in because I think that sounds like fun. We've got 34 seconds and counting down. And I think tonight it was serious business. So everybody, check my mom and I out at coreyal.com. You can find links to our shows and our MySpaces from there. So add mom and I both. Good night, everybody.
MySpace, www.myspace.com slash mainly Lowy, and mine's myspace.com slash Corey AL Music. Woo! Good night, America! You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com.